Hello, everybody. Welcome to MTG Plays Podcast. We're talking Crimson Vow. We're going to release these in mini episodes, so you'll get one color an episode. We're just going to talk about rares and mythic rares. So uh, let's jump right in. Yeah, so first blue card we're going to talk about is a mythic rare. It is one. It's called Cemetery Illuminator. It is one colorless and blue-blue for a creature spirit. It's a 2-3 with flying, and whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, exile a card from a graveyard. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. Once each turn, you may cast a spell from the top of your library if it shares a card type with the card that is exiled with Cemetery Illuminator. Hmm, interesting. Okay, Sphinx of whatever the heck that was. I'll let you look at cards all the time. <laughs> okay, this is just really good, right? Yeah, it seems very good. It's, it's, it's of... when it enters the battlefield or attacks, you can change. You yeah. can exile something under it. And then you can so, always look at your top card to see. If you can control the board and keep this around like three turns or four turns, you could basically cast anything off the top of your deck. You really could, yeah. It's like the opposite of counterbalance. Instead of I mean, a land stuff. is the only thing you wouldn't be able to do because it says cast, but... <laughs> yeah, because you can't cast land. But as long as you don't whiff, like, yeah, you're you're pretty set. I mean, it's like, instead of, like, counterbalance or something like that, we were trying to counter, you know, everything. This is like you're, you're playing stuff for free, which is pretty cool. Definitely, yeah, uh, definitely a good card. Um, next up, we have uh, Consuming Tide. Uh, it is... Two blue blue for a uh, rare sorcery, uh, and it has each player chooses a non-land permanent they control. Return all non-land permanents not chosen this way to their owner's hands. Then you draw a card for each opponent who has more cards in her hand than you. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. Okay, so it's like card draw, but also kind of mixed with like cyclonic rift, kind of. Okay, so each player chooses a non-land permanent they control. So everybody has to bounce one thing they control to their hand that's not a land. And then you draw a card if for all opponents that have more cards than you. So you basically want to play this with an empty hand. Yeah, you and then you're going to have one card, and everyone else is going to have at one or more cards, and hopefully you draw three out of it. So at the best, this is a Draw three, bounce three, and one of your own things. So not not bad. Uh, decent CMC if you're you know in your in that kind of scenario. Your your typical flare pod. Yeah, and then like a standard format, this is going to be a bounce two things, draw one at yeah. best. Standard. This doesn't seem as good. This is definitely far better than a multi, more multiplayer form. But even in commander, I feel like there's better cards, right? Like for oh, four mana, you're drawing three cards, bouncing four things. Like, couldn't I just play Cyclonic Rift? And then, I would. I much rather play Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> like, or cheaper. you could play like two boomerangs for this. Like, yeah, I don't it's know. cheaper. And, and the, if you're really wanting to draw cards, you may as well just play like Mindspring or something like that. I mean, I guess it could work if you have like an ETB effect because you get to return one of your things to replay it again. Yeah, I, I don't know. But then and you're still drawing I, I feel cards, like there's better but... ways to do that too. Like, yeah, this seems it's a mediocre card, I think. It's 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 kind of meh. <laughs> it's it's pretty situational. If someone played and, it on me, I'd be like, okay, but there's better stuff out there. Yeah, but the, it's just if, if the CMC was lower, it would be a little better, I think. But I don't know. <clears throat> All right, so next we got Dream Shackle Geist, which is one blue blue 
Uh, creature Spirit 3-1 with Flying. At the beginning of combat on your turn, choose up to one of the following. Ta- tap target creature, or target creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. So you don't even have to attack to get that ability. No, that's really nice. <laughs> you A lot of these cards that do stuff like this, you usually have to attack or pay something or tap it or something like that, but only, it's literally the, just when you enter combat. You know, the only downside to this is you can't do both. You have to yeah. do one or the other. So it's either you tap a creature to you know to make it out of the way so you can swing in, or if they attack you with something, you to lock it down so it can't attack you again. See, if, uh, if you had multiple of these on the field, that could be good, because then I guess you could do both, but... Oh, yeah, uh, so like standard, this would be great, because you have two elements. Like, great tap standard. it, and now it doesn't yeah. untap. Tap it, and, it and the 3-1 flyers. Like, this is disgusting if you get, like, a, a deck of four of these. Like, yeah. that's gross. In Commander, obviously, far less good because you can only do one. But, and, and also in Commander, there's better cards. But I feel like I, this still, is I still like it. I think I'd play it still, especially this, if you're doing like a spirit tribal deck. Like, there's definitely, you might see yeah. it out, I think. Oh, yeah. In Standard, yes. I think this is definitely going to be in Standard. Because with four of these in a deck, that's just nasty. <laughs> Especially if you get more than one on the field, that's gross. Uh, next up, we have Geralf Visionary Stitcher. Uh, it is two and one blue to cast. It is a one four legendary human wizard creature. Uh, and then it has zombies you control have flying. And then it has. Uh, pay blue and tap it. Sacrifice another non-token creature. Create an XX blue zombie creature token where X is the sacrifice creature's toughness. So now we have blue zombies. That's interesting. Well, we've had a few blue zombies because blue black zombies has been a deck, but this is the thing that makes it the best. Zombies have flying now. What? <laughs> what's what's, so, what's more terrifying than a zombie? One that flies. Yeah. So now I want to make a flying zombie deck. Like I just want to make a deck that gives like zombies flying. This With is this, I'm gonna play. Ju- <laughs> I'm gonna play jump on my creatures. I'm gonna play the blue enchantments that give all zombies flying. <laughs> That's it's like a meme deck, but it's also a good card. Like because. It is good. It gives all your zombie tokens and just other zombies flying, and you can sacrifice any non-token to make a zombie. So, like, say say you're not even in a zombie deck, right? So you're just playing as a mono-blue creature deck, right? Well, you can sacrifice your 3-3, and now it's a flying 3-3. Yep. It's, it, you make it better, basically, especially if it's a you know uh, a statless three three. It's just a you know basic card. Or uh, you know, oh, you're, flying. <laughs> you're playing blue uh, Sim, uh, Simic blue green, and you uh, have doubling season out, and you sacrifice a dude, and you make two of the things exactly. that is flying yeah. zombies. I this uh, this card definitely has a lot of potential. Of yeah, I am uh, silly things. <laughs> I could see somebody. This is going to be some silliness, but it's also a meme at the same time. So I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love cards like this. <laughs> Someone All will right. figure out how to make it good. The next card is Hullbreaker Horror. It is five blue blue for a seven eight Kraken Horror with Flash, and this spell cannot be countered. And then whenever you cast a spell, well, this is in play here. Choose up to one return target spell you don't control to its owner's hand, or return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. 
Why do they always have to make Kraken so busted? <laughs> so this is just like a way this better. Is, this is a way better tide spell, right? This is nasty. <laughs> no, I but mean, I mean, like for, for like legacy, though, right? Like this is better yeah. than tide spout. How much does tide spout cost? I think tide spout costs six or is seven. It about this, okay, so it's around the same cost then. Yeah, it's around the so same if cost. You're, and if you're able like a, to either cheat it in or have the mana for this, this is gross. And it's well, it has flash. flash. Can you can you imagine someone is attacking you, and you have eight mana open, just eight. <laughs> you yeah. flash this in. You cast an instant speed bounce spell to bounce their attacker, and then you get to bounce another thing, and then you can block still with a seven eight, or like bounce like a counter they have or something. Yeah, it's, or count, bounce whatever's on the stack. Like yeah, it's so it's, gross. Oh my and God. it can't be countered. <laughs> I know because it's like it's just, oh. it has like flash, can, okay, it can't be countered. It's huge. What's even more hilarious? Say you play something. You'd have to have a ton of mana for this. Like say you high tide this turn. You have a ton of mana, or you, you play a or something. You play yeah. You play a spell. They counter it with counter spell. You f- play this, and then you let this resolve, and then just hold priority and cast an instant and bounce their counter spell in their hand, and then you get whatever they counter it to. Yeah. <laughs> There's Stay so much gosh. craziness you can do with this card. It's oh, it's nasty. Definitely, this, is a um, this is nutty card. I in the right deck, in the right deck, this is. It also uh, makes me think you could, that there's going to be a uh, you know Kraken octopus serpent themed deck down on around. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd like love sea monsters that. deck. I want I want to see like Davy Jones deck. You know, it's right? still crazy, crazy blue. All right, uh, next up we have Inspired Idea. Um, it is two blue for a sorcery that has cleave again uh, for three blue blue. Um, so this, again, is you may cast this spell for its cleave cost. If you do, remove the words in the square brackets. So you have two and blue. Um for draw three cards, your maximum hand size is reduced by three for the rest of the game. Or if you play for five, you just draw three cards. So I'm debating whether this, how good this is because for three mana, draw three cards is very good. But yeah, how bad right. is it to have your hand size reduced to about, down to four? For the rest of Especially the game? if you have a card that says you have no maximum hand size, I don't think you care. <laughs> Yeah, I see there, I don't know. Well, yeah, because then your thing is unlimited minus three. Yeah, you have yeah, infinity you minus care. three. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so then you don't care. You just draw three for three, which is fantastic. Exactly. Like, that's pretty damn good. That's less than... But say you do care, right? Like, what's the downside? When you cast this, you, you'd have to play a couple cards because those you discard on the four. Yeah, I mean, maybe in control that might not be good. Uh, if you're playing like a more mid-range or aggro deck, I don't think you can. I feel like even in control, it's not bad if you wait to cast it. Like, if you cast it for three mana when you're like, have no cards in hand. I mean, you probably have the five mana at that point, though, then. Right. But, but even five mana for three cards isn't bad. No, because that's what harmonizes. is, I'm pretty sure. So it's basically a blue harmonize if you do it for the cleave cost. Right, I think so. So, in, interesting card for sure. Um, n- without playing with it, not exactly sure how the downside would, how bad it would be. But especially in like a faster paced deck, I don't think you care 
all that much. Right. Like I don't think you care either. Like so I think I think three for draw three is good. Three for draw three is definitely good, even with the downside. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see this being played in historic on Arena Two because I think Melkor yeah. Tower is available. So. Right. Yeah. Anything that maxes your that maxes out your hand, then you really don't care. <laughs> right. All right. So then uh, next we got Necro Duality, which is three and a blue for an enchantment. Whenever a non-token zombie enters the battlefield of your control, create a token that's a copy of it. Again, uh, going with the zombie theme here, the blue zombie theme, mind you. Um, so, uh, yeah. Seems very good in zombie tribal decks. Uh, zombie doubling season, thank you very much. <laughs> but it's a non-token zombie, and then you make a copy. Right. So you make oh, a token oh, yeah, copy. So that's, okay, so that's... So, like, you play Undead Warchief, I now have an Undead Warchief, and I token that's a copy of Undead Warchief. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So a copy is what you play. Yeah, as long as it's not a token. Interesting. It's very good, though, I think. That is very good, especially if you're playing big stuff. Yep. Like, it gets big quick. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to break that. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Someone will figure out how to do it. Um, And really, four mana for that is not bad. That's because doubling. No, season, that's solid. Doubling season's, season's five, five, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah and this is and, a little uh, worse than doubling season. Yeah, it's not quite as. It's, good, it's the same yeah. mana cost as like Parallel Lives is four. Yeah, Parallel Lives is four, yeah. uh, and then I think what's what's the other one? Primal Vigor. I think that's also four because that has yeah. that also has a downside. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely not bad. That's pretty. That's pretty. You know, run of the mill. Definitely good. Definitely playable for sure. Especially in a tribal deck. Mm-hmm. Um. So next up, we have overcharged amalgam. It is two blue blue for a three three zombie horror creature. It has flash. It has flying. It has exploit, which is another uh, new keyword. When this creature enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice a creature. That's what exploit does. Uh, and then it has when overcharged amalgam exploits a creature, counter target spell activated ability or triggered ability oh my god yeah and, <laughs> that is uh, a lot of stuff ex- exploits actually a returning keyword i think it was in one of the oh it is, okay. or dragons or something like that okay. it was in like I, i'm not familiar with it so. um yeah i play one card in my deck right now in my black deck that exploits and when i exploit it like maybe destroys a creature Right. Um, this, so this is awesome because it's. This it's, has so much text. It's so good. You can flash well, it in the, at any time. So this is like a this is like a, a Venser basically, right? It's like a Venser that has. It's like a Venser that also counters a spell or activated ability or triggered ability. Like, oh my god! Yeah. So it counters a, a spell, a trigger. So it's like a. It's like a Venser with flying, but you have to sack creatures, the downside, but you get the gain yeah. of countering a trigger. It has like stifle, basically. Yeah. I like this it. Is, and it's a zombie. So if you have nuclear duality out, you get two of them. <laughs> you get to do it twice. <laughs> twice. Oh my god. <laughs> that's oh that's gross. Um uh, I can see this being in Brago, honestly. Yeah, it's it's oh, this would be really that's a, good. Uh, that's a really good you ETB. Just to, you just have to sacrifice something. You just sacrifice your worst thing, like whatever. Yeah, which there, I feel like a lot of times you have creatures that you can sacrifice that are worse than this. It's definitely uh, this is this can be very busted. 
All right, we got another zombie up next. It's Patchwork Crawler. It's blue, one in blue, so two mana for a one-two zombie. Pay three, so two and a blue. Exile target creature card from your graveyard and put a one-one counter on it. And Patchwork Crawler has all activated abilities of all creature cards that are exiled with it. That's pretty cool, and it only costs two. I'm trying to think of what activated abilities you're going to get, though, out of your own graveyard in blue. But, I mean, I'm sure there's something. Maybe artifact fetch abilities, I'm trying to think. Uh, Pink, there's a couple things that ping in blue, I think. Um, What else is there? Oh, I guess there's like that mage guy that you can draw cards off of. Yeah, I feel like you can draw draw cards. Like, there's definitely some activated abilities of draw cards. Yeah, that is a thing. It's still pretty good because you get you can just make it bigger for three mana. Like, yeah. worst case, it's you, you know two for a one two that you can exile your own creatures out of your graveyard to make it bigger. If you have like Arcanus or something in your graveyard, you can freaking draw three. <laughs> oh, can you <laughs> imagine that? Good. Like for like first turn, you you know you like or you you like loot or something and put Arcanus in your graveyard. Play this for two, and then on their on you know their next round's end step, you pay three and exile Arcanus and draw three cards. Yeah, that seems really good. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you'd ha- you have to have that very specific deck setup, but you know, not bad. Definitely, definitely not bad on a turn three. That's some quick card draw. Uh, next up, we have Winged Portent. Uh, it is one blue blue for an instant uh, that has cleave for four green blue. So that makes it Simic. Uh, so when you cast it for three, it has draw a card for each creature with flying you control. And then if you play it for the cleave cost, you have draw a card for each creature you control. Uh, I think this is great. If this is if you have flying tribal, this is fantastic. This is an excellent card in a flying deck, which um, I feel like a lot of blue decks are. So command, commander, it's a little bit harder because most of the flying decks are blue are blue white. But you know, if you have a blue white green, you can play it. <laughs> yeah, you have to splash in green somehow. Because um, yeah, that simic makes it that that simic change makes it a little more tough to work with um very good in like uh standard for sure any like blue flying tribal deck would be you, you right, so uh what do you think is, what, what do you think about blue here what's your first thoughts on the blue rares uh blue is looking not too bad uh i don't think it's quite as strong as white white had a lot of playable stuff but blue has uh, especially some of these zombie cards that are here uh, the, there's definitely some yeah. My my the kraken my, is busted. That, yeah, I was gonna say the kraken <laughs> and that zombies that flying are just awesome. Yeah, and then also like if you give all your zombies flying and you play this wing portent and then you can draw a card for each of your flying creatures and just yep. draw a crap ton of stuff. Like there's a lot of stuff for that three mana. Yeah, for three mana. Like like that's not that's not bad. That like you can do that for the same cost as that other card that we were debating where like yeah. you draw three and then make your hand. Yeah, for realistically you only need three creatures out to for th- for three mana to get that. Yeah, like this this is way better than that other card. <laughs> way better. Thanks everyone for listening to the podcast. It helps support us very much. Uh, you're probably gonna hear a ad after this and then the outro song so have a good one folks <laughs>